welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I am Brian. I'm Jack. And today we've reached minute 112. And 112 uh, begins with Recon falling back into a building, and it ends on a somber note. A little sad moment. Yeah. Well, first off, how's it going, man? It is going very well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Better than uh, better than how Recon's doing in this minute. Yeah, I know, man. They kind of put uh, kind of ended up in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, through um through a series of poor decisions, really, really just one. Well, two, if you think about it. Previously, when that armor showed up, mm. Gunny told everybody to get down, and they didn't. Uh, Ring led them up the hill to that. I don't even know what kind of building it is. I don't think we ever uh, did. We speculate it was like a lighthouse or something. Yeah, man. I thought it was a church for a long time, and uh, you yeah. pointed out that there was a it looked like a lighthouse on top, and I think you're. I actually think you're right because I think they're off a like a cliff, not yeah. far from the from the beach or from a beach. I Correct. think, uh, yeah, I think it's like an old abandoned, uh, an old abandoned lighthouse made out of like concrete or stucco or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all like there's no windows; they're all boarded up planks yeah. and stuff. Uh, I wonder if this is because of all the hurricanes that they have. Well, yeah. quote unquote, like this is actually filmed in Puerto Rico, so I wonder if this is like a you know, like an industrial size or kind of put together building that, that won't blow over during a big storm. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, granted, Grenada is going to be dealing with that crap too. You know, hurricanes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> geography class. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but yeah, this is Puerto Rico. So it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I've been referencing this on and off, you know, since I discovered it, this, this website that has the um, closed captioning for the, for the movie. Mm-hmm. It does not have the line that Lieutenant Ring says at the very beginning of this minute, which is "get into the building," he, he, or it's something to that effect. It's yeah, it's like into the building or something like that. So yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not listed. It's it's you know he's clearly clear as day says it though. Huh? I wonder if it's just because it's like a, supposed to be like a background track that they don't. I don't know. It's I mean you're not really missing anything. No, uh, if you don't hear it because I mean it's obvious they're getting into. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. And you already get the gist of it by yeah. it was it was ring that led them up there instead of getting down like Gunny told them to, and so they're kind of pinned down by this armor now. Yep, I think that's more more from lack of experience than it is from like a like. I mean, because I mean, shit, your first instinct is to to run into a like you're getting shot at to find cover, and what's more cover than a building? Yeah. Uh, until you realize that you get surrounded, and any any way you try to come out, you're gonna get shot at. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I mean. Well, first off, that armor can bla- is you know is is blasting right through. Yeah, <laughs> it's making new windows and doors. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because that's the, I mean, like, yeah, it, it's holes in in the in the in the concrete. That wood isn't standing a chance next some of those um you know th- those explosions. So uh-huh. and of course then there's the the supporting infantry that are with them and they all got machine guns and, and firing yeah. at recon. Yep, and all they gotta do is just run in, <laughs> throw grenades in there, and they're they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly it. Exactly. All all they have to do is then they clear the room, and you know, the, and they're done. Yeah. I mean, Gunny as much calls ring out on it in, in the middle of this now. <laughs> yeah, I, I never as many times I've seen this movie, it never dawned on me what he said. Again, it, it's the magic of headphones, and I actually yeah. got to hear everything, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Before we get to the line, Ring's response to Gunny is. Jesus, Gunny. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, you always hear that line watching it. And, yep. and I just always assumed, this is my uh, assumption, was the Jesus Gunny 
was like, Jesus Gunny, like, what do we do? Or Jesus Gunny, we're, we're, you know, we're fucked, you know, like that type of thing. Not what he actually means, which, so it's great. You know, so before Gunny gets there, everybody on Lieutenant Ring's orders Uh gets into the building. We get a shot of Swede barely fitting through the door. (laughs) Jesus, he's a big man. He's a massive man. (laughs) Like Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. He fucking busts in. (laughs) Yeah, I was saying we'll send him out against the armor. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> right after that is his little buddy, uh, Keone's. They show a shot of him getting in, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're always showing these guys <laughs> together. <laughs> they're not directly together. It was like a shot of him and then a shot of Keone's. I'm like, there, there's something to it. I think I'm onto something, and I'm going with it. <laughs> Mas- Master blaster. <laughs> yeah. Who run out of town? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, but you know, he gets in too, and then you see Stitch Jones, he's like praying and spraying and like he just hauls ass and makes a makes a break for it because yeah. I mean he almost gets taken out by the the you know the tank shell basically. Uh-huh. Uh of course they're also, you know, shooting the M sixteen or the not the M sixteens, he's shooting his M sixteen. They're they're shooting the machine guns back at him. He's you know, uh-huh. he's dodging bullets and he gets he barely gets in. You know what though is cool is that you know all the 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 bluster about you know hiding and doing all that other stuff. Jones being the last one in and, and kind of bringing up the rear and, and kind of providing rear guard for him as they get in the building. It's subtle, but to me that kind of speaks more of like how he's kind of how Jones is growing into being a better marine. Oh yeah, more professional fighter. You know, and not only that, I mean he is a corporal, and we've mm-hmm. seen no sergeants in this. We yeah, got, we got Collins and we got. Jones and they're the yep. two corporals. Yep. They are the NCOs of this outfit. And and Jones definitely has been a de facto leader when it came to shenanigans. Yeah. As as they've kind of gone through this, you know, he's stepping up, he's doing his job. He's he, like he's a stand-up guy. And that's a that's I'm glad you pointed it out because I think I had mentioned previously when he was like, Hey, stay safe, brothers. Like that was his way of trying to like, hey, just you know, it was still his Stitch Jones way. Yeah. But but he was he was he's you know, he's always trying to uh, reassure everybody kind of just, you know, take care of them. And then it, like you said, this is a great, that's a great point where he's, he's the last in yep. aside from Gunny. Cause Gunny, as you as recall, he, he took cover in the grass and got down like what he wanted everybody else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only reason he came up there was to help them figure a way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Jones gets in just right after Jones gets in, that's a big blast takes out one of the windows and there's a couple of Marines just standing right there and they get hit. Mm-hmm. They go down. Yeah. yeah, shrapnel. Yeah, we can't really we see shrapnel. who it was though. Uh, it's not really clear. At least no. not to me. No, man. Uh, it's yeah. On top of it, looks like for some reason some of them have cami paint back on. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's all soot from all the smoke and and debris that's going on now. <laughs> yeah, but we'll it's also dark. It's it's in shadow, you know, and and they yeah they. It's not like there's a build difference. It's not like you can tell like. You know, well, Jones Jones isn't wearing his uh his boonie cover, so you could tell by you know the yeah. shape of his head and his hair. But then, like a lot of the other ones, man, you really can't tell because they're all kind of built the same. They're all wearing their boonies. Are and they all built the same? Yeah, all well, of them. well, no, except for except for the Swede. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, that being said, because we know the minute, and I know mm-hmm. the next minute as well. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm going to speculate. I know who one of them is without being able to really see physically who it is you know like without confirmation of their face uh there's one guy standing up by the window he goes down yep yeah i think that's profile actually i think you're right because that's the event that yep 
Right. Exactly. That's that's what we're that's how this is what we're getting to with you know as the minute ends. There's another guy that kind of rolls over and hits the ground because he was kneeling. Now, if I recall, Collins was looking out a, a door or a window. Door. Yeah, that's right. He he had the door. Sweet had the M60 firing back. Mm-hmm. But he was standing up. He wasn't kneeling. Now, based on another event, it makes me think. You know, like I was like, well, maybe this is Swede. But whoever, whoever this person is has an M16, not a, the M60. He yep. also, like I said, when we saw Swede, he was standing. This guy was kneeling. I can't tell, and it's not. It doesn't have the M203 grenade launcher on the bottom of it, so it's not Collins. Correct. Yep. You know, by process of elimination, it's either Forgetti or what's his name, uh, Keones. Oh, actually, where the hell is Aponte? Yeah, and I was thinking it could have been Aponte too, but you don't ever really see him, so I wonder if he's in another area fighting back because it's not like he's picking himself up. Maybe he went over the hill on uh... <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, after this, I got another job. Yeah, I got to be at work at five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gunny, I got a shift. Yeah. But but he, he seems too tall to be Keone's. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's um, Forgetti. Well, after that blast happens, Gunny runs in, right? Collins actually mans the door right afterwards. So it wasn't Collins. There's a couple different bodies on the ground. I'm actually thinking it's Forgetti because at one point, Forgetti does get into this scene, and he and he's close by to profile basically yeah i think you're right i actually i i i think you are right sir i was i was thinking it could have been ring because ring and um profile have been together for through most of this stuff because i guess just proximity to the radio but ring is wearing his boonie and i think the when the blast happens the other marine wasn't wearing it and i i mean i think you're right i think it's probably forgetty because when we see Forgetti, his boonie cover is is um, hanging, you know, is is hanging off of his the back of his neck there. Yeah. So it, so it is off, and he kind of sits up. So I think it, you know, just just through a process of elimination, I think he was one of the ones that got hit too. The only difference is he came out of it relatively unscratched or unscathed. Yeah. Profile Probably not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So so here you know, so Gunny busts in right after that blast. We got at least two three Marines just laying on the ground, right? We don't know who's alive, who's dead, if who's injured, who's not. We we just know that these guys are pinned down, and a couple of them just got basically more or less taken out of action from that blast. Mm. Yeah. So Gunny, Gunny busts in. The first thing he says is he immediately just starts shitting on Ring. <laughs> yeah. Bad mistake coming in here like this. Lieutenant Ring says, I apologize. It's my fault, Gunny. It's my fault, Gunny. I led them up here. <laughs> Clearly, what it says, apologize to their mothers. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> That's where Ring is like, Jesus, Gunny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, because, you know, if for all we know, those guys are dead. Yeah, man. It's like those consequences. The, the consequences in combat aren't minor. They're not a slap on the hand. Clint Eastwood or, or you know, Gunny is not <laughs> pulling any punches or, or he's no. not sugarcoating anything. No, he's, he's like, not. you made a mistake. Don't apologize to me. Apologize, you know, you're going to have to apologize. And he's, but Chris Ring's like, great bedside manner. Thanks a lot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was a, that was a, that, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty scathing rebuke. Gunny gets right into action, trying to coordinate, uh, basically defense. <laughs> yeah. And he says, lay some steel on those targets there. Now it's funny because this is another, so Ring actually, after hesitating a minute, you know, he calls for Collins and Aponte. He basically points at the direction where he wants them. Now, again, 
this is, I don't know why, what the difference is here, but in the closed captioning, he only calls for a Ponte. Huh. It doesn't say Collins, but clearly he said, when you're watching, he says Collins, a Ponte, and he points to the side of the, of the building that he wants some, some defense on. Yeah. So he says, uh, he, uh, Gunny says radio, radio battalion for air support. And that's where we see Stitch Jones. He's roll. He, he basically grabs profiles radio. Yeah. Holds it up. Just the radio. And I'm wondering too, if it, I mean, it must be it, clearly it's damaged the way he's holding it too. And he's like, yeah, Gunny, Gunny, man, I think profile's dead. That's when Gunny comes over to look. Uh, that's when Forgetti pops up, and that's why I think it's him. And and they roll they roll profile profile over, and he's not moving. He's not. He, I mean, he's Gunny does look concerned. They have a look on Clint Eastwood's face where he's just trying to kind of assess the situation, but you could kind of tell it's grim. Yeah. Uh, just just I mean, it's a brief brief look, but he's like, like damn it. <laughs> yeah. And then for you know the the minute literally ends with. Uh, like pauses on Forgetti's either concerned or confused look, you know, not, not really. I yeah. mean, ring ring is basically holding profiles hand too. Yeah. Um, you know, cause it, it, to him, it's, it, you know, we'll, we'll find this out as, as this goes on, but you know, there's guilt there for, you know, his, his you know, for his um mistake. Yeah. Mistake. Exactly. I would say pardon this, but I would say his mistake. Yeah. I mean, we don't know for sure cause they haven't really checked him, but he doesn't look too good. No, <laughs> no. And, you know, and of course, um, and now they, they have no radio, no radio man. A uh, few of them are, you know, they're definitely, now they're, now they got to deal with loss or at least, you know, at least an injured comrade. I'll actually bring this up here. I forgot. Somebody had mentioned this somewhere. I don't know where I saw this. So I, I am, unfortunately, I can't give credit to whoever pointed this out, but there's no medic. There's no corpsman with these guys. Oh. Yeah, usually they stick a corpsman in those kind of units, and even they have them in like regular infantry units. I don't know why. Maybe they've got somebody that's got some medical training that's not a corpsman. But yeah, it seems a little, little remiss that they would have a, a combat unit without a corpsman or two available. I mean, my, my guess is just an oversight. You know, you got your main actors. They didn't. They didn't have anybody else extra as a background guy. Um, they didn't bother to have um, a main actor play portray a corpsman. Um, I think we we know we know from Pete Koch that one of the guys from First Platoon, the guy that suplexed him in the pit, was mm-hmm. a real life corpsman. So we yeah. know there was a corpsman attached to yeah, you know, these these units. But as we've mentioned several times, none of those background Marines that were at Pendleton seem to be on in Puerto Rico with them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, no. yeah. So so when they deployed, it's like only half the unit was actually deployable. Everybody else had is either on light duty or <laughs> the non-deployable status or, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe, or they're maybe in a different, a different AO. Maybe they, they're a different area of operation there. Yeah. They're, I'm guessing they're with Chuzu and Powers setting up, yeah. uh, you know, the, the beachfront or so, you know, the, and, and I think we never, I never got an answer to this. I wish if anybody is listening and has any idea, there was that dude, we saw early on it when, when Gunny was like making them strip off their shirts and all that. Mm-hmm. And he had stencil, he had a stencil uh, and, and I think a name on his PT shorts and nobody else did. Yeah. I think that was Navy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's exactly it. Like, I think it's the, the only thing I can think of is that the, the what makes him stand out from everybody else is that he was a corpsman. Yeah. But I've never had any confirmation. I actually asked a buddy of mine who was, was a Marine and I, 
believe he actually attempted to be a seal as well. I, I asked him if he knew and, and he, he was not familiar with it. So unfortunately I couldn't get the confirmation I was hoping. I actually put it out into a couple of veterans groups too. And nobody responded. So I'm like, Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> well, cause, cause unfortunately I didn't do veterans groups. I did, I did Marine groups and they were like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, go ask the Navy groups. <laughs> go with them. Like, yeah, but they were with you guys. <laughs> yeah. so, so I wonder if maybe there was been there was a change at some point. Maybe I mean, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm sure I'm. The problem is I'm asking people probably who this was before their time. Yeah. So if this was a different, you, yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, I never seen that before. But that's you know, uniforms change so frequently. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and of course, if it's, if, and if it was the Navy, you know, maybe you're not as familiar with, uh, you know, the Navy's uniform standards of 1983. Yeah. You know, so yeah. But if anybody happens to know and is listening and could, could, you know, let us know, drop us a line in the quarter deck. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's really it. I mean, these guys don't have a corpsman. They have a, a couple, they have a bunch of injured guys and, and profile doesn't look too good. And it's all Lieutenant Ring's fault. <laughs> <laughs> the boot lieutenant got you all killed. Right. So, <laughs> you, uh, his instincts were good, but I, I think his, his judgment was poor. And I think, I mean, anybody is getting shot, that's going to go in a nice, safe building until you realize yeah. that, yeah, that's just a, that's a bad, that's a bad way. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it, it's something that, it seems like it's an honest mistake. He, it's not even incompetence. It's inexperience. It's yeah. On his part. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the horror movies when you, it's like, Oh, it's a big house. We're just going to run upstairs. Right. Yeah. Basically. It's safe. Yeah. It's safe. I was like, <laughs> well, no, it's further from your ex asshole. Right. <laughs> and they're just trying to get away. It's yeah. really the, yeah. and like you said, get some cover, but, um, actually I, I noticed too, actually, uh, right, right. When they asked say, mentioned it, you know, when stitch Jones says, I think, I think profile's dead. Some debris actually lands on Clint Eastwood on Gunny. He <laughs> a bunch of rocks come fly, you know, blasting off from somewhere and land on his head and neck. Yep, so, <laughs> getting peppered. Yeah, basically. So they're still taking fire and, and and shits going all around all around them while they're dealing with their fallen comrade. So yeah. But no. as far as this minute, um, do you have anything else? No, nothing constructive. I think we dissected it pretty good. There's not much left. Yeah. Well, I, I want to get to the next minute and find out if I wonder if profile's okay. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Um, sorry, I did have one last thing. Uh, I, I not here's a good as place as any. Hmm? Uh, since we're dealing with some uh, wounded and or KIAs, hmm? actually, I, I looked up a stat during the invasion of Grenada in Operation Urgent Fury. Nineteen U.S. Uh, troops were killed. One hundred sixteen were wounded. Really? Yeah. But that being said. Some of it was from friendly fire and a helicopter accident. Uh, yeah. There was, wow. they, they did have some, they did have some issues with this invasion. It was like the first test of the all volunteer armed forces. Mm. Uh, because, you know, prior to that Vietnam was draft. Was draft. So yeah. there was, there was that. And then this actually invasion, one of the positives to come out of this besides liberating <laughs> Grenada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, I read a, I, I read a thing that um, Grenada has their own version of Thanksgiving it, it, to celebrate the U.S. Um, liberating them. Or, really? Yeah. 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 Pretty. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, um, 
yeah, because they restored elections and all the good stuff. But but anyways, they one of the things they were saying is there was like army helicopters couldn't land on navy ships to refuel. Like Why? they just they just well they they just weren't coordinated enough. They just were. I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, you know, when you get anything <laughs> this large and and this bureaucratic and all that, they. They just have their own little fiefdoms, and and for whatever yeah. reason, they they weren't able to coordinate. That all changed. I mean, because of this, I read somewhere, and I think um, there was actually oh, where all the joint op stuff was all born out of. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah, yeah, because we were uh, talking about uh, actually Dick Cheney of all of all people. He was a congressman at the time, and he was visiting the uh, the island, and he said, "Well, clearly a new system was needed." <laughs> Because uh, and I'll get into that. I, I'm actually going to save that later. But yeah, it, I mean, that, I mean, that was just something that I saw that they were like, yeah, because of this, a lot of these kind of craziness that went on, they they had to come up with new rules and new ways to to basically coordinate with each other. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, so so not only did you know the U.S. kind of prove because because there was some, and again, I'll get into it a little bit more maybe next minute. There was some in, you know, obviously I've already covered the intelligence failures. They didn't have any intelligence on the island. They had no maps. They had to get maps or like tourist maps and make their own. <laughs> so I think I may have mentioned this too at one point, like the Marines were using one frequency and and and, uh, and the SEALs or the paratroopers were using another. So they, they weren't coordinating enough. So one guy had to go out and actually like flag them down with like sticks and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, they made it work, but it could have been smoother, you know? Yeah. So, well, you know, a lot of, you know, they, a lot of problems from friendly fire and shit too, if they were able to coordinate better. Yeah. So that, exactly. So that's, that's where this, um, you know, some, some positive results came from the, you know, the, the, the clusterfuck nature of, uh, <laughs> so some of the ways they, they were able to coordinate things. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting. So, but yeah, so they said, uh, you know, 119 killed and 116 wounded hmm. uh well actually I'll, I'll mention this here too there was i saw this thing and it was ronald reagan kind of talking about the invasion post grenada mm-hmm. or you know after it after it kicked off basically a couple days after and he did an address to the nation because i think he was talking about not just grenada but lebanon as well because they were they all happened right around the same time so right. he did an Oval office address and he basically was telling a story of a Marine and I'll try and find it and post it in the quarter deck so that people can hear it for themselves or at least get more information. Cause I, unfortunately I don't have it in front of me and I don't have the Marines name, but long story short, Marine was, was, um, was really badly injured. He was in the, in a hospital and, and, uh, his commanding general showed up and Reagan's telling this story about how it basically brought tears to the general's eyes because He's here to greet this, you know, injured Lance Corporal and the guy real, you know, and, and Lance Corporal figured out, you know, realized somehow, but he couldn't even speak that, it, that this was his commanding general. So he, he wanted some paper and he wrote down Semper Fi. Oh, right on. Yeah. You know, it's like, here's, here he is, can't even talk. He's, he's laid up in the hospital and he's, you know, always faithful. And of course, Reagan goes in to kind of describe what always faithful means and why it's so important to the Marine Corps. Yeah. You know, that guy, that guy could give a speech. Yeah. So. It was, it was a cool little an- antidote that he shared. And it was like, it's like, yeah, hoorah. You know, I'm not, yeah. I've never been a big hoorah guy. And I, you know, he's telling, I'm, I'm watching this, you know, thing. I'm like, yeah, hoorah, you know, good for, good yeah. for that kid, you know? Yep. And yeah, and of course, like the, you know, the general was like touched and all that. So 
Yeah, that, that, yeah, that would be cool, man. I'd like to see that too. Yeah, the Marine Corps, man. It's uh, it's not like other services. It's uh, it's closer to a, a cult or a religion than it is a military service. Yeah, earned, never given. So, yep. it, it's just different. Yep. Well, on, on that note, though, I can I can only be so motivated for so long. So <laughs> I know I hear you getting tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <a> sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I need I need to replenish with food. <laughs> <laughs> beer and del- beer and donuts. <laughs> oh God, that sounds good. Yeah, beer and jelly donuts. <laughs> yeah, do you got anything then? I, I, I every time I said do you got anything, I find I find something else to talk about. So for real, oh, no. I nothing. No, no, I'm gonna ask you. Do you have anything? <laughs> uh the only thing I got is maybe this was a bad mistake coming here doing this podcast like this. Yeah, sorry, it's my fault. Well, don't apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners' mothers. Jesus, Billy. (laughs)